Now entering Nerdist.com. You made it with, you made it with, you made it with. What is up, weirdos? Howard Kramer. Uh, Howard's one of those guys we, we kept scheduling and had to reschedule and then cancel and reschedule. I'm so thrilled he finally came in for what I'm going to now be calling our Sleepy Summer Series. All of the podcasts we've been recording lately have been like just more chill. Super funny, super interesting, but we're in a room with no air conditioning. So we talk about it every episode. It seems like we're just sitting on a porch in the deep south, you know, with vines, unruly vines and uh, lemonade, sweet tea, that sort of stuff. So I actually, I've, I've really been enjoying them, and I hope you do too. Howard Kramer, I would say, is the first of the Sleepy Summer uh, series. Uh, here, let's get to it right away. YouMadeItWeird.com is where you can get t-shirts to uh, show your weirdo allegiance. They're made, designed by weirdos for weirdos. You can also donate if you're feeling nasty. Uh, Katie was just, um, she got her shirt caught on a windmill, so she was brought up into the air, and then it actually, then they t- they were like, turn off the w- turn off the windmill, and they did, but they turned it off when she was at the top of the windmill, which was really weird. This happened in Pella, Iowa. It's weird that I know a place in America that has windmills. Uh, so it happened in Pella, Iowa, and, and as far as I know, Katie's still in Pella. So uh, donate so we can get Katie back to Los Angeles. Uh, Facebook.com, regular slash, you made it weird is uh, where to post uh, fun moments. I love checking those out. And here are the tour dates. Uh, let's see, Scottsdale, Arizona, that's going to be this weekend, September 6th through 8th, Los Angeles, uh, we are at doing a comedy mutant show, that's with Kyle Kinane, Brian Posehn, uh, it's at the Nokia Theater, that's on September 21st, um, also in Los Angeles, we're doing a live You Made It Weird on September 23rd as part of the Riot Fest, so be sure to come out to that, it's going to be some great guests, I'm sure of it. Um, for my Toronto weirdos, there's going to be a live You Made It Weird in Toronto and also some stand-up shows. That's going to be September 24th through 26th. Uh, St. Louis, the Firebird on October 3rd. Peoria, Illinois. Kind of wondering how that's going to go. I went to the website uh, and uh, I, I don't know where it is in Peoria, but I'm hoping it's in the downtown fun area. And I hope some Peoria weirdos can come out October 4th at the Jukebox Comedy Club. Chicago. Illinois, the Lincoln Lodge, it's going to be October 5th through 6th. That is a reschedule, but that those are the real dates, Chicago 5 and 6. Uh, Chicago 5 and 6? Chicago's not a month. Appleton, Wisconsin, I will be at the Skyline Comedy Cafe October 11th through 13th. Uh, Minneapolis, the Cedar Cultural Center on October 14th. Nashville at the High Watt, November 16th. I'm reading these backwards because somebody was like, it's better if you read it backwards. Atlanta, I'm going to be at the Relapse Theater on November 17th. That's a new one back in Atlanta. Boston at the Paradise on November 24th, right before or after uh, Thanksgiving. It's going to be great. San Francisco with Kyle Kinane. Uh, I'm going to be at Cobb's co-headlining November 29th through December 2nd. The Live You Made It Weird is on that Sunday, December 2nd. So I'd love to see some San Fran weirdos out there. Portland, going to be at Helium, December 5th through 8th. Philly, Helium, December 12th through 15th. New York, New York. I'm going to be at the Gramercy doing stand-up on December 21st, right before the paganization and the Christianization of the winter solstice, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Uh, Christmas. 
It's not often that the intro to the episode is weird. Email me at the show, weird at nerdist.com. I do my best to uh, get to those. And the, uh, the sponsor today is Gamefly. Uh, they got all the games. You know they got all the games. And they deliver right to your door or directly to your PC. They have over 8,000 video console games and new titles. They got no late fees, no shipping fees, and a one-month subscription is a fraction of the cost of a new game. Listeners to this show... The listeners, you made it weird. Get a free 15-day trial on Gamefly. So go to Gamefly.com, regular slash weird, for your free 15-day trial. Support the show and get games directly to your door. Yeah. I think that's all I have to say. Okay, play it. Play the episode, Katie. Come back from the windmill. Do you have my paper, Katie? <laughs> you got what? You got me saying that? I'm going to take my shoes and talk. Really I'll do that too. I want you to feel comfortable to do that. My feet aren't going to stink. I'm going to be honest with you because I just put these shoes and socks on. I switch socks at midday, so I don't stink that You switch socks midday? Yeah. Every day? Yeah, pretty much. Is it because of should, a of Should aggressive? we save it? Should we save it? Oh, we're recording. We're recording, Bubba. Oh. Bubba. Bubba. Oh, there I am. Bubba. Hey, boobs. Yeah, Katie seems like she'd be, rather be surfing today. Right. Really you know, full of a lot of attitude. You know what you want? That's what happens when you make 17 cents every hour. Right. So you're saying it's not her fault that she'd rather be somewhere else. I'm not. I'm saying it's not. I often think of Katie. I, my hey, show uh, is two hours. That's a lot of sitting there. I give her a lot of shit for not laughing and stuff, but usually when she's on the show, when she does my show, she's done like four other shows today. Right. So she's so, burnt. Oh, she's back. Don't hey, can I switch seats? I really like people sitting there. What's your deal? I got this tooth put yanked out. And you don't want me to see it? Well, when I laugh, I know every time I've seen myself in the mirror, which is like 500 times since it got yanked. Why? I'm like, who's that crazy guy who got kicked out of the clash? It, ah. like, I just look like a, a strange European hillbilly. What happened? Uh, That's well, like a great place to start. Okay. I feel. Yeah, okay. I'd really like to finish the socks thing, but tell me what happened with your with your tooth. Oh, I didn't mean to digress. No, don't worry about it. That, the more Should we go socks and then tooth? Well, you're a podcaster, Howie. Yeah, I am. And I love you, buddy. You're one of my faves. I love you, you too. You know that? I do. I love our energy together. Me I'm kind of kind of in a weird place and 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 when I remembered you were going to be the guy, I was just so happy. I was filled with light okay. about that. Cuz what? Cuz you figure he'll be in a weird place too and it'll just no. You're just one of those people that kind of like recharges my batteries. There's some right. people that drain. Right. And then there are some people that contribute. Well, you know, that's that's a great observation. Is it? A- yes. Really? Yeah, because... Don't fuck with me, fella. I will believe you. No, certain times you hear people say stuff, observing people like yourself, well, and uh, sometimes they shed... They, get, they catch you from a different angle. And that's yes. true. Some people... Just because of the mix of the chem, they're going to get you cooking. Well, you and I are big on that. Yeah. Vibe. Vibe. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought I was tired. (laughs) There's all this energy. It's weird that we've become the same person. Yeah, I I would love to be you. That would be great. (laughs) That would be a delight for me. 
Well, you you know you think you're tired. People, I, I'm a I'm a big believer in people aren't really tired. They're bored. Like they're, yeah. they're not they're just not just bored. They're like displeased. Right. Like nobody's bored doing what they really love. Right. So what's really tragic is like if you are like today I'm just kind of like uh, just kind of like and then you say something so funny like that mm. and we sync up like sync up like a all girls dorm we sync up right we're united then, then suddenly I'm engaged and like right. it's weird how you can trick your brain into being like and now I'm here you right know, not that I wasn't here I'm just saying that. No, I know what you mean. Fun. You're you're in a dormant stage, and now you're fully awake. And yeah, alive. I feel I feel like a like I almost was in a car accident, but in a good way. You know what I mean? How yeah. that'll wake you up, right? Make that'll you wake present. you up. Makes me present. Yeah. Old T. Robbins, Tony Robbins is one of those guys. He'll do weird things, like he'll go, <laughs> like he'll make a noise to like get his adrenal his adrenal glands activated. Really? Yeah. I've never actually seen him. I've seen him do it, but I've never seen him explain it. But that's what I think he's doing. Yeah, but you're right. He's it, it's like. Sending a jolt through the system, wake you, up. Exactly. You could slap yourself or whatever. But you and I are both, what made me laugh so hard is that we're both big vibe people. Right. There's a lot happening when you meet somebody. There's a, your lizard brain is interpreting smell, mm. uh, sight. Right. Even the name. You're, you're a Howard. I love Howards. Right. Is Thank that, you. Is that no. wrong? No, I think it's right. It's a non-threatening name. You don't think it's going to be anything. It's a classic name. Yeah. Howard. Howard. Who has $5 so I can get a sandwich? Howard has it. Right. Howard has a bucket of paint that he wasn't going to use that you can use in your living room. Right. Howard will work that out for you. R- Howard's got it. But I'm not that guy, really. No? What kind of Howard are you? I'm a, I'm a reluctant Howard. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best day of my life. I, I was, I, a reluctant <laughs> Howard? Yeah. I, I don't see me as a Howard. Ex- really? Except for the fact that having that name... Benefits you? Shaped certain experiences. I see. Sure. Yeah. So I learned how to do it. You you adapted. You were like, oh, people see me as a Howard, so I'll deliver on that promise. Or or because they see me as a Howard, or because they know I'm a Howard, they're going to expect a certain thing. <laughs> this guy's acting real Howard. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm doing it. Howard is a name that uh, I've said this on the podcast before in one of my more embarrassing moments that I uh, thought was great for a son. I'd love to name a son. Wow. Howard. Yeah. Well, how come? Well, that was with a specific girlfriend, although I, I've always loved the name Howard. Mm-hmm. I don't know. H-H-H, first Howard Holmes. Right. I yeah. also like the name Henry, which is the name of my mother's brother. Right. Uh, Henry Holmes, I think, is a great... Henry Holmes? Henry Holmes. Henry isn't Holmes that, will help you. Isn't that the the mob guy? Is that? Isn't that him? Henry Holmes? Joel. Henry Hill. That's it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Henry Hill is a mafia guy? He's the one about Goodfellas was based on. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought Goodfellas was just like a one screenwriter's whimsy. But back to you being a Howard. <laughs> <laughs> you like didn't want to comment for fear of the mob. Yeah. You're, you're being a Howard. I'm interested in this. Here's two things that I'm yeah, interested yeah. in. And then I'm going to sling it right to you like a highlight ball. You're a Howard. That's a name. Okay. So like I, I am a Peter. Like if I got amnesia mm. and I was dropped into Uzbekistan, well, you got, mm. I, I got dropped into Minnesota. Okay. And no one has any idea who I am or where I came from or whatever. Over six months, they'd be like, you know, it's a little weird calling you the guy who fell from the sky. We're going to call you Peter. You feel like a Peter. You know what I mean? I feel right. like a Peter. They would just figure it out, are you saying? Which came first was that, yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Is, did I adapt to being called a Peter? And then I was like, I'll act like a Peter, which let's be honest. Uh, first of all, it's a slang for dick, which is a little weird. But like Peter is, is, is a classic name. It's like a, in a lot of Norman Rockwell paintings, there's, there's a couple Howards and a Peter. Right. That's for sure. Right. So it's classic. It's kind of 
uh, traditionally trustworthy. I hate to say this because I don't want to make other names feel less classic. No, but that's just the way it is. That's just the way it is. It's yeah. a biblical name, First right. and Second Peter, one of the apostles, all that sort of stuff. I think it it does suit you. I feel like you would have been you with any name, but it does suit you. Pete as well. That's when I elected to be mm-hmm. like, I'm going to be Pete, which is even, you can't be mad at a Pete. Pete! Right. You know what I mean? Pete! Howard is is if even when you're mad at Howard for like sticking his <laughs> finger in the pancake batter, you still love him because the name inherently implies like he's uh, the he's a gimp off to the side. He's a gimp. Yeah. Tell me what that means. Well, you're not gonna be that disappointed. Oh, Howard, he screwed it up. Oh, you think it's like a, a low status name because it has the how in there. How did anyone screw this up? <laughs> Howard did it. How? 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 That's what my family calls me. How? Yeah. Oh, I like that. I called you Howie for the first time on this podcast. Yeah, Howie's good too. Howard, I like Howie. Howie. How? I mean, yeah, Howie Mandel. I'll take them all. I don't know. I I just have the feeling that you're not going to produce like the kid who's going to be maybe the head of the football team or the swaggering kid with that name. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe that's what I think that might be what you're reading into it. Right. I think that's that's your lifetime of experience interpreting what it's like to be a Howard. Well, I mean, it's like the famous Howards. Howard Cosell was famous. Yep. Howard was always like if there was like a sitcom in the 70s, like if the Jefferson's accountant came over, his name was Howard. Yeah. So, that's right. It's kind of a boring name. I didn't yeah, I didn't have like the Howie Long maybe changed that for a while. In which one's 90s. that? Is he a football player? Yeah, he's a football player. And then Howie Mandel, which I, I think I just mentioned. Yeah, yeah, Howie Mandel. He's, he's got it together. He seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Successful guy. Successful. Worth, positive. Worth a lot of cheese. I yeah. bet he's a vibe guy. Yeah. I bet that for sure. Yeah. But which comes... Oh, then the other thing I was going to throw at you is, oh. is, is face. We're talking about vibe right now. Oh, yeah. So you got your face. And I've always said that, like... Uh, I've said this before, and I don't care. It's one of my more interesting things that I've picked up in my reading, which is limited, <laughs> which is that, uh, you know, in ancient tribes, they'd put on a mask, right? You put on a mask, and then you'd look at your reflection in a river or whatever, or right. like a still pond, and you'd go like, oh, I look mischievous. And then you'd get in a trance, and you'd start acting like the face on the mask. You'd act mischievous. Oh, wow. Like you'd have permission. Right. I was just recently thinking like how I often will call myself Drunk Pete. Mm-hmm. Like I'll be like, oh, Drunk Pete loves picking people up. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Creating this character. Right. So similarly, uh, the lead singer of Kings of Leon calls it the rooster. He's like, oh, I became the rooster. It's oh, like this excuse. Right, it's right, this right. other persona. Right. Similarly, your face and your name deals you a certain persona and a certain temperament. Right. I'm Peter. And my face looks like I have a gift for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know if that's accurate. My no, face looks like do. I've never done a, a pill, powder, or a needle. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, right. I don't look dangerous. Right. I look like you'd like to have me over in a non-sexual way. Right. So then every morning I brush my teeth. And in, the, in my subconscious, as was affirmed every day of my life since I was a baby, I go, I'm Peter. And then I look in the mirror and I go, and I'm this face. And then I go out and kind of act this way. I don't always feel like this face. Right. Absolutely. And I don't always feel like a Peter. Right. Go ahead. Well, I'm just if, saying if, like if you, if you got impaled, say there was like a stake through your head. Yes, please. I mean, not, don't, I don't want that to happen, but please go. That would inform, though, your personality, how you acted and were perceived forever. Yes, of course. Like if you tatted your face. Like you with the tooth. Right. You're feeling a little bit more like a goofus because you have a tooth missing. Exactly. Because every time I smile. 
I smile, it's reinforced to me that I look odd. You look like a hee-haw. I don't think right. you do, but that's how you feel. I feel that way. Norm MacDonald had a great bit about how this tooth, this, I believe, is, so you got your two, like, buck teeth, and the, yeah. the one right next to it, he's like, that's all that separates you from a doofus. He's like, if you were missing that tooth, no one would believe oh, yeah, it's true, anything right. you said. That so that's exactly kind of interesting. Right. That weaves right into what we're talking about. Right. So Because when I meet people now, I'll make like a dumb joke or something. Right. And then when I smile, it used to be they go, oh, maybe this guy's on something. and I, Or maybe this guy's smart and funny and I just don't get it. Right. As soon as I say that same joke and show that gap tooth, they go, oh, this just, guy's just insane. Oh, he's just, just an insane person because yeah. he can't handle the part of the skull that's showing your teeth. Right. You couldn't handle So what happened with the tooth? Oh, um, I was playing around with it. Not playing around. I woke up and I moved it, and half of it just broke off. And oh, it was just you're like, explaining a nightmare to me right now. It, it, was, it was amazing. It really was. It was like, is this really happening? This is what you... you just, it's a huge betrayal. Your teeth are the front line of your psyche. How many times do you have a dream that your teeth are falling out, or, or, or people have paranoia that their teeth will fall out? You know right. what I mean? And you... You're telling me that you woke up and wiggled and a piece came off? It, literally half the tooth from the gum down just cracked off. And that, then I just had half of a jagged tooth and the filling that was in there. Shut up. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. And it's not. It's a betrayal, too. It feels personal because you go, why that one tooth? It, all the teeth have been through the same hell. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, well, why, can't, why can't he handle it? He couldn't. He's the weakest link. Yeah. So. And. Then you had to go to the dentist, and they took the whole thing out. Yeah, and so the guy told me, he said, because uh, I was at the dentist two years ago to a different dentist who was really old and had since retired. And he mm -hmm. said, yeah, that guy like gave you a clean bill of health. You needed a bunch of work on different teeth. Really? Yeah. And then is he helping you with the other teeth? Uh, yeah, he's probably going to attack this one first, get the money from me, and then go after the other one. Yeah, well, that's a good dentist. Yeah. Do you have any mercury fillings? I just learned that those are real bad for you. Uh, I don't know. I got silver, I know, which aren't yeah. supposed to be great either. Yeah, that's, I have a couple of those. Yeah. I just I just saw an AI. I get all my information from documentaries, but that you know how people are worried about mercury in your fish yeah. or whatever in your food? Uh, apparently, the mercury fillings, which are the metally fill fillings, are just consistently leaking, like a nicotine patch leaking mercury into your system over decades. Fantastic. Just kind of driving us crazy, that sort Great. of shit. But dude, sometimes you wish you were born like right now. Wouldn't it be great to be born? You know what your life expectancy is if you're born like today? Like 200 years, I think, 150 <laughs> to 200 years. Yeah, yeah. Wow, because of the neurosciences? Yeah, all? because of like little robots, they'll clean your blood. No more. I'll tell you this right now. If you're getting a fucking mercury filling today, if you're listening to this podcast <laughs> to take your mind off your dental work, yeah. tell him to stop right now because there's better, there's better things. We don't yeah. need to be poisoning our brains with right. mercury. Put in some nougat or something. Yeah. So, some of that, if your teeth cracks, there'll be something in there that's good to a, get. A delicious nougat. <laughs> nougat. Nougat is, one of, it, nougat is just egg whites, I think. Is it really? Isn't it weird to think that like candy bars have egg in them? Yeah, it is. Weird. Oh, you're you and I are kind of similarly food wise. You don't really fuck with meat. No, although I've been eating a lot of meat lately. Well, it happens. It, well, it does happen for me lately. But yeah, I've eaten mountains of it. Mountains of meat. Mountains, but not in the last sixteen months. Didn't you lose a lot of weight? I, I you don't yeah. you look the same to me. But oh. I, I don't necessarily. I don't use that pinching tool when I see you. I don't. Sh <laughs> I don't shake you. I don't displace you in water. You've lost a bunch of weight. Well, thanks. Yeah. You ever get that where people are <laughs> still just... lovable? Look, some guys when they drop a bunch of weight, they yeah. lose the lovable. You they haven't become... lost any of that. Oh, I appreciate that. They become kind of gout and a reminder of us all decaying. Yeah. Like, there used to be more meat on me, and they look yeah. like they're just going to remind you of us all dying. Being eaten away, yeah. I almost tweeted today, excited for the... 
Happy about the new iPhone coming out. Sad we all die. <laughs> That's perfect. Should I tweet it? Right now. Okay, I'll tweet it right now. I'll tweet it, but like sometimes I have to turn my phone on. Sometimes I think sometimes I think things like that and I'm like, nobody wants to hear that. Yeah, I feel like that a lot with Twitter too. It's real easy to get gun shy and be like, ah, no yeah. one needs this. I'm gonna see. Excited about the new iPhone. Exclamation point, smiley face. New line, sad we all die. <laughs> Is it what did I say? Sad we all die one day? Sad that we all... Well, sad we all die. Right? Sad we all die. Sad that we'll all die. Sad that we'll... We'll... All die. I'm going to show it to you. How does that, how does that suit you? Oh, I just say that to Excited about the new <laughs> iPhone. Happy face. Sad yeah. we'll all die. Perfect. <laughs> I'm tweeting it. That's good. I tweeted. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave the phone on to see how that goes during the podcast. And what's fun is we're kind of up to real time. How are you with who charted? Are you guys like ahead of time? Uh, you have some backlog. Oh, sometimes we wind up doing that. Sometimes we're ahead, but some, but right now we're not. It's a weird feeling, right? What to be ahead? To not be ahead. We've never not been been ahead, and right now uh, it comes up every episode because it's a new feeling for me. We're usually like five or six episodes ahead. Oh wow! Okay. So if I go on the road or something, it doesn't matter. Katie's just oh, like, see. who do you want to release? Well, one of the things with who charted is it's like time. Uh, you know, oh, because it's on the week. Yeah, yeah. Because we like we can't. We have to wait for the weekend be, to be over to get the the movie charts. Yes. So I'm going to change the subject. Socks. Socks? I want to talk about socks. I was just talking today. Can I tell you a weird thing about socks and me? Yes. To launch into socks and you? I'm looking at my hands right now. Because I'll occasionally get what looks like a... A, a hair on your hand? <laughs> no. I we talked about that? That I don't have any hair on my hands? I'm yeah, a very I mean, fair man. But I mean, it almost looks like you dipped your hand <clears> like <throat> in something that removed the Nair. Yeah. Every morning, I, I, instead of lotion, I, I wipe and Were those air blade machines in the bathroom sure. that just removes your hair? I use a regular blade. <laughs> I use regular blade Dyson, <laughs> and it takes all the hair off. Yeah, I've never really been a hairy guy. It's weird the things that, like, uh, uh, testosterone produces all this hair on your hands, but testosterone is also what makes your hair fall out. Yeah, so, like, the, the manliest guy is bald. Right. I, I talked about that with most, Greg Fitzsimmons. Let's get the most... Testosterone is just causing his hair to die because it's so. It's trying to intense. kill you. That's what yeah. makes you so manly. Is you have Shane Moss was just saying that you have so much of it. It's trying to kill you and you survive, which is why I was just I, uh, Shane was telling me all about advertising, uh, sexual advertising. So it's like I was like, uh, it's kind of a joke. I love drinking white wine. It started as a joke because I was like, it's a funny thing to be like, it's my drink. <laughs> right. And then we were thinking about it. It's like a real man drinks like scotch, no ice, just scotch, neat. Because it tastes like fucking you juiced a pine tree. You know what I mean? It's like a, it's a, it's a acrid, it's a difficult beverage. Right. You drink it to advertise to women like, look, I can drink this shit. I can also suck the venom out of our child's snake bite. Right. I, you know what I am what you're genetically programmed to want. You I'm will want this. Yeah. I've been thinking, I've been fascinated but about could, this. Uh, but, do you, but is that one of the things that women read? I think so. They think. Go on a date and order a grapefruit spritzer. You know what I'm saying? Like I used to think it was just because spritzer is kind of like a, a like a flamboyant kind of sound. It's like it's because it's like a smooth drink, right? Like anything that's just kind of like easy going down is is for the ladies, right? For some reason, yeah, I'm here to say bullshit. Give me a Sauvignon Blanc. Fuck you, man. Have you ever had a Sauvignon Blanc at four o'clock in the afternoon? Jesus Christ! I'll dropkick Joy over a fence to reach you, right? 
That's what. That's how happy I'll yeah. be. It's about being happy. Yeah, I suppose. So, but being happy isn't being very cool. Yeah, sometimes it's weird. So I maybe I struggle with that when I was first coming up as a as a youth in the game of romance. Is that right? Well, I mean, do you come off as the happy guy, or are you smiley happy guy, or are you you know cool, yeah. aloof, manly guy? Howard, first of all. I love you as a Howard. Don't ever doubt being a Howard. Okay, I never and you're, will again. You're touching on something that I'm just really interested in. As a, as a singleman, one of those singlemen you're a singleman. About, you go out as a singleman, and you're just kind mm-hmm. of like. Sometimes I'll talk about it. Like I don't date often. I don't hang out with girls that often, actually. Uh, um, but like when I do, sometimes I'm just kind of like, "How do you do this? What are they thinking? Right. I don't know what they're thinking, but I'm thinking, am I going for cool, Pete?" Um, or am I going for, like, honest? Isn't it cool how honest I'm being, Pete? Am I going to say everything I think? Am I going to say every third thing I think? Right. Can I tell you something that kind of changes the subject? But I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Yes. You know what makes relationships so difficult for me? What is it? Especially in the early stages. I want to be loved right away. Ah. Right I'm with you. Away. Right. I can't take the do they like me phase. Right. It can't. I'm me. the same way. Are you really? Absolutely. Please tell me about that. Maybe, uh, does that relate to you being a performer? Does that relate to think your it rela- upbringing? It relates to me not liking to invest effort in things that might not pay off. That's hilarious. Yeah. Because you might get hurt eventually. It's like writing a spec script. Yeah. They might not even buy this. Right. So what's the point? Right. John Mulaney, he never did it as a bet. I think maybe he did it as a bit once or twice, but it's one of the things that he said to me, and I was like, Jesus Christ, I'll never forget that. He was talking about how, how you have certain stories when you're dating. <laughs> I think he did do it on stage once. He wouldn't mind me saying he doesn't do it anymore. He was talking about like, uh, this isn't a real story. It was, it was all fabricated. But he was like, you know, when I was a kid, I found that dead body in the river. And then when you're first dating someone, like your first girlfriend, you tell the story. It takes like 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> There's all these like anecdotes. There's, it's funny. It's touching. It's moving. There's a point where you break eye contact and you kind of stare into the distance. <laughs> so it's really poignant. There's a thesis. There's a conclusion. And then by your sixth girlfriend, you're like, I saw a body once. <laughs> Isn't that fucking perfect? Basically perfect. It's so fucking perfect. I'm going to write down a note to tell him to do that fine body bit. I think also, too. It's so good, right? You you would probably, with the first girl, the story's going to be more important to you. And after you tell it, you're going to feel like you bonded with her and she gets it. So maybe it, that shows you, like, it's better to just marry the first person who comes along so you feel like, oh, this is magic and kiss me. Because by the sixth girl, you'll go, yeah, the, it's all the same. Right. And you know who else got the story of the first five girls? Right. We, uh, you're touching on something that I think about all the time. Sometimes I think about religion might be on to something. Mm. You know I married the first – I don't know if you know this. I married the first girl that I had sex with. No, I did not know that. I got married when I was 22, got divorced when I was 20. Uh, so, Such a Pete thing to do. <laughs> that is not a Howard thing. A Howard wouldn't do that. Howard's got two fingers and two broads. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you trusted me because of my name. Yeah. <laughs> How you like me now. <laughs> so much air miming that the crowd doesn't get to see. <laughs> but uh, – yeah, yeah, no, old Petey Pants got uh, got uh, divorced, but he married the first girl that he uh, fucked, and, and then, like, I think that relationships are so difficult, they kind of need all the help they can get on a long enough timeline. I'm right. not saying you can't have a good 10 years. I'm talking about 20, 30, 40 years. Right. Uh, you need all the help you can get, and one of the things that helps is, this is Sandra. 
I this is the only girl I've ever told this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. This is the only girl I've ever had sex with. I don't even know what another vagina looks like. I like Sandy's vagina. Mm-hmm. I don't like a Sandy vagina. I like Sandy's <laughs> vagina. I right. I <laughs> intest in the waters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, no curiosity. Uh, and I remember experiencing that a little bit when I was married, being like. This is it. It's mm. the least romantic thing in the world where you're like, this is what I have. It's all I need. I'm not interested in anybody else. I think it might be more interesting to be like, I've had sex with other people, and I like you the best, and I choose to commit to you. Right. But I wonder about that, like, only telling somebody one story, only, only ever making love to one person. I think things got us. They, they must seem more magical if you've only been through them once, you know. Like, right. You know, the getting down on one knee to propose and yeah. having the feeling in your head that it was like star-crossed meant to be. Yeah. But that, and then and then when that unfortunately when that feeling passes you go but this is fucking Sandra. That's the girl that I felt that way about that night in the clichéd gazebo when I s- scattered rose petals and proposed. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a special thing. Yeah. Uh are we stupid that we're out plowing broads? Not that I Well, pl- I mean, probably. I've, I've plowed a few broads. Plowing's good. I love plowing. Pete Holmes, they like to get the, they call him on his meat phone. <laughs> I call him on my meat phone yeah. to get plowed by that meat bone. Meat bone. <laughs> uh, it's a tricky thing. All of this is tricky. But you relate to the feeling of wanting to be loved right off the bat. This has been depressing me for the past few days. Oh, no, I don't think, I don't, um, I don't know. Do you think it's that rare? What? That people... Start to kind of once you might like somebody, you start to open yourself up and kind of feel that weird terror immediately. I think that is normal, but I think there might be something heightened happening. Okay, so I was feeling really shaken, and then I did a show today. I did the uh, fuck yeah fest today. Oh, nice. Was it hot down there? It was hot down there. It seemed hot and dusty. I, I these jeans have the dust of hippies on them. I wish they would do that near a water. I'd love it by a nice open ocean. I really would. A nice breeze coming in. The ocean breeze fest. Was it? How hot was it when you did your set? It was so hot <laughs> that the hippie body paint were melting into hippie pools of, of blue and pink. Oh, so they're just like standing there in puddles. In, in fluorescent trippy puddles. I, it was very hot. I actually got a, to answer your question, honestly, I got a sunburn on the smile part. Because it's like, what, a millimeter closer to the sun than the part that's not smiling? Right. That's all the difference it takes Wait, there? what do you mean the smiling part? I mean because I was smiling in the uh, sun. Oh, oh, oh. So oh. like the part of my cheek that's raised. It gets closer. What, a half a millimeter right. to the sun and that's what gets burned? You ever right. have your knee up at the beach and that's what gets burned? Oh, yeah, because that's what's exposed. Yeah, also, but it's, I think it's also like because it's higher. Am I crazy? Oh, I, like, no, I'm being crazy right now. I'm but being, the body can sense that the knee's closer and gives the... Give no, no, no. I think I'm wrong. What I, what I think I've just, I just discovered myself being wrong. It's because that's what's exposed. Okay. Yeah. Well, the rest of my face uh, was getting shelter from my Neanderthal brow. Right. You don't have that. I actually do have that. Do you? I have like kind of like, yeah, that brow. That. Well, you're like a, I'm going to get back to hey. wanting love. I'm going to write down wanting love and we're going to talk about brow. Well, you're a good looking man. You're fit. I'd like for you to think that. I do think that. Thank you. Is that weird? No. 
I'm glad. Thank you. You might you you know you're you know you're good looking. I don't see it that I, way. I sometimes. bet you've, you've plowed more driveways than me. Mm. <laughs> I call girls driveways. Well, but <laughs> <laughs> you when did well you you were married and you come from a uh, I, uh, yeah yeah I I was being silly, but I bet you get more uh, attention. I bet you uh, no no not at this point no. What are you talking about at this point? I'm like in summary retirement, and you're you know. I, th- I think of you as a guy who's always out with a lady. Is that right? Yes. I don't know about that. Yeah, I do. <laughs> what, what are you basing that on? Um, Just a general gregarity? General gregarity. Whenever I see you somewhere, it feels like there's some activity going on. There's some swir- some swirling, I swarming. Wish, there's I, something going on. I wish that were true. You, I think what it is is you know those people in your life where they just happen to see you when you're doing something cool, right? There's there's some people. Jay Larson is one of those people. He's right. never seen me do a bad set. <laughs> right, He's never right. seen me throw a, a crumpled up piece of I, garbage and not have it go in. Right. You right. know what I mean? I have opposite. I have some people opposite of that. I have certain people that like suck it from you, or just, like if they show up at a show, I pretty much know it's not going to go good. Is that right? Yes. That's fucking fantastic. I've had cursed people, too. Yeah. I when guess. I see them, I even go, well, right. glad you're here. Right. You fuck. You sit up front. I want you to be right there. I can't remember who it was. I know who mine is. I don't want to say. I want you to say. I don't want to say. I don't we'll want to. Bleep. Well, I don't want to insult them if they happen to listen. They're not in comedy. Oh. You know what I mean? They're like a, they're like a friend, you know. You're a big champion of the bit. Where I no one else liked it, where I said, uh, "Oh, this is great." Hey, hey, fell, hey, girls, hey, ladies, all great bits start with "Hey, ladies." A little secret that no one wants you to know: <laughs> we, <laughs> when we date you, we hate, hate your, your friends. friends. Hate, hate. <laughs> it's, 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 it's almost a deal breaker that you have friends. We we would so much rather you didn't have friends. You meet a girl. You meet Sandra. Great. Sandra's interesting. She's fun. <laughs> she's sexy. She's cute. Suddenly you got to meet like 13 other broads. Who the fuck is this Tiffany? Right. In the way. Awful. Awful Tiffany. She also has a favorite movie. Oh, she also has exactly. a city she's from. She also has parents that are maybe together, maybe apart, and a brother that's in the military. Oh. Fuck everything. I got to learn all this shit about <laughs> Tiffany. I'm not getting shit from Tiffany. Nothing. You made me realize that that bit's a little bit romantic, even though it kind of sounds misogynist. We just want the girl. We just want the girl. Mm. It's like fucking night times. Get the, t- the dragon is Tiffany. Fucking get out of here. Right. Get another guy to get Tiffany out of here. Out. I know I'm being callous. It's the same with the parents. You meet the parents. The, they're like, hi, I'm Frank. Get the fuck the out of here, Frank. Away. Get away from me, you get tiny away. old man. Thank you for making Sandra and fucking beat it. Right. I like your plaid vest. I, looks like you can tie a nice tie. Scram, you sad dad. I'm here to steal your vault. I'll take it one further. You might not even agree with this one. I'm into it. I've if, already gone on a limb. If you're a girl and you look a lot like your dad, wait longer to introduce the guy to you, to him. <laughs> I don't want to just be getting used to your face and then see that face on an old dude. <laughs> like, wait till we're practically married. You want to meet the dad when he, she gives her, him away to you. Right. 
And if you look, and then if you look like your daughter, like bow your head. I don't don't make eye contact. Maybe wear a fedora. He goes, take good care of me, her. Right. That is, it's an old guy saying, I've regenerated in female form. And <laughs> enjoy. Enjoy. Ugh, bad. Well, the parents are a tricky subject. Are you, you're a singleman as well? Yes. You're one of those singlemen? Yes. I mean, I don't plan to be forever, but I am for now. Yeah, it's tricky. I, I worry about it. The deeper we get into, uh, I don't know if I should say that. I won't say the specific people, but Dana Gould was saying something very interesting. Just think of a legendary comedian. It's just somebody that we respect. It doesn't matter who it is. Okay. But a single older male comedian who just never married. So a friend of mine was with uh, Dana Gould at a party and they saw this guy who they all love and respect and they were like, he's getting a little weird. He's getting a little weird. Not not like that like old guy at a party is going to try and like um, have sex with younger women or whatever. Not in that way. Just kind of like socially odd. Odd. Getting right. off. And uh, and Dana was like, well, at a, and I'm sorry, Dana, to be quoting, he's not going to hear this. Uh, I'm sorry still to be quoting you, Dana, to the spirit of Dana. Uh, he was like, well, at a certain point, you're supposed to start loving someone else ah. more than yourself. Right. Currently, it could be argued, right. I'll speak for myself, that I am in the service of myself. You know right. what I'm saying? Like right. I, uh, I take myself on vacation. I, I go out to eat with my friends. There's no real uh, external quality to, to my love. Right. That's not to say that I don't have friends that I love very much. One of my favorite things to do is to treat friends to meals or buy them weird gifts or whatever. I, I'm a give uh, love language. I like to give. Right. I like to hang out. I like to communicate. I Sometimes I feel like I do have a girlfriend. She's just broken into 10 different girls. Right. You know what I'm saying? That makes it's just sense, like too. Chelsea and I will go down to Santa Monica Pier because that's something you do with a girlfriend. Something I'll do with Chelsea for two hours. I'll do that with a, a Jamie Lee and I'll go get coffee or something. And if you took all these girlfriends, these one-tenth of a girlfriend in each of these places and you could put them together like Voltron, that's the girlfriend. But I don't want to be the fucking comedy guy at a party with Dana Gould going like, yeah, Pete – never poured his love into anything but back into his own bathtub. He's been <laughs> marinating in his own fucking buttermilk masturbatory self-love that I like, forget how to treat people. Where's community? Where's connection? Where's vibe? Where's synergy? Where's like blending? Where's right. relational love? Well, I'm with you in the sense I don't think people make sense completely on, by themselves, right? Sure. You gotta have that connection. But... You're staring at a little, I don't know, you, you could have too much connection. Like you didn't, I don't know what happened with your marriage, but sure. it's like you're connected and you're loving somebody else, but then maybe you don't like that transaction Absolutely. at a certain point. Well, that's what I'm terrified of. That's brilliant of you to bring up. I, I worry when I, I've said this on the show before, if I hang out with a girl just socially and I think I might like her, I will jump 500 steps ahead. Right. You know what I mean? I'll already be like... Look, right. look at the way she she's like touching her earring. Right, I won't just be able like to handle fucking, that for like forty a, years. Like a sociopath. That's what I'm doing. I, right. I realize I've realized now at the age of thirty three that that is my crazy thing. So I and I know that I'm not the best at being in a relationship. So that makes me afraid. I'm afraid that I'll just get into something and then I'll fuck it up. Like you're right, saying. right. But why worry about it? Like for instance, let's say that day comes. Okay, you are that old guy at that party. Ha! Right. It's it's. It's ten seventeen on a Thursday night. Okay, and you it comes into your mind. Hey, that I'm that guy. I have a hard time giving it away to somebody else. Yeah. So, like, 
<laughs> I mean, what's the problem? There's still no problem. I suppose that's a great message of self-love. The the truth is, I fear other people's judgment. I fear that they'll look at me and think that, and I'm right. I'm afraid of my own judgment. Right. I'm afraid that, like, at the end of the day, sometimes I'll be like, "Am I a good person? Like, right. Am I? Am I?" You know, there's there's love that I've experienced, but then you think about children and you think about wife and family. Is that the direction you're kind of going? Well, I just think probably ultimately if you have that stuff, you probably feel like you've lived a more full life. Or if you get a disease, you'll have a stronger will to like, I'm going to beat this so right. I can see my grandkids, that yeah. kind of thing. The classic, you're in a coma and you got to like fight out of that coma sequence because you want to see your children again. Right. But I don't know. I just don't think you get out of any of this that easy. Like, I'm, in, I'm in a coma and I'm like, I bet I could fly. <laughs> yeah, why would you come back then? I'm like, if I shoot my fingers this way, Skittles come from my palms. I'm like, I'm staying in this coma. Nobody's going, Pete, no, no, Daddy. There's <laughs> just a, a abnormally high pitched nurse. Pete, meet, get up. Your kids have hired the nurse because they're tired of staying by the bed. So, in this scenario, I do have kids, they just don't give a shit. Yeah. I don't know if this is too heavy, but like you would ultimately like to uh, end up with the fam because of the more fulfilling life. Well, I just think we get this programming when we're kids, and sometimes if you're able to pull off what the programming tells you to do, then you probably feel like you did something right. You're saying that uh, a, a joke is told, the setup is told in our adolescence, and the punchline is delivered in our adulthood. It could be that. It clicks. It feels right. There's also something genetic, though. When you think, I've been uh, thinking about lately, probably because of the guests we've had on the show, it's in our DNA to want to put forth not just humans, this is from the Shane Moss episode, but your Howard Kramer's DNA. Right. You want, on a chemical level, your DNA to go forward. Right. I just, uh, Shane was talking about different bug dicks. I just learned that the human, the male penis, you know how, okay, so on a, on a especially if you picture a circumcised penis, uh, you got the shaft and then you have the, it looks like a helmet. Yeah. So then there's the ridge, right? Yeah. Okay. So there's that like uh, inlet. Spent money nights under that ridge. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Kurt Cobain slept under that ridge for six <laughs> months. So he's got that ridge and that ridge is designed like I believe it was a, do you remember a fly? I think it was a fly that has the hooked penis. So do we. That ridge is to scoop out other dudes' cum so that your cum can go in a vagina and that you, Howard Kramer, chemically, physically, and dare I say spiritually, want Howard Kramer to continue. It's not just a fulfilling life. It's chemically in your DNA to want to see when you see your baby, when you see your child, that's the fulfillment of a promise that your fucking dick crease wow. made. Wow. Right? Your, right. Your body and your DNA has, a, has an agenda. It has an agenda, but I, I think that it's easy to see why that agenda is built into us. Right? right. But I'm not, I don't have to let that make me think i need to have kids that's true because i could say well we're fine there's billions of humans there's way too many what were they saying oil there's only like enough for nine million people in mobile years jeez so the illuminati are gonna start chopping people down clear us out a little bit yeah that's right global warming will help quarantine and kill uh death race tooth owls one of my favorite conspiracies is that there's so many movies that have quarantine and kill which is where a city is Zombies. Right. The city is plague. 
city is uh, whatever war, and they seal it off. They blow the bridges. It was in Dark Knight Rises. Right. Uh, it was in the, the Simpsons movie. It was in right, I Am right, Legend. Right. Where these cities like New York, uh, Gotham, uh, Springfield, <laughs> are dying, and the government decides to seal it off and let it die off. Right. And one of my favorite, most uh, interesting, I think conspiracies are really good storytelling, if nothing else, uh, is that they put these ideas in movies so when it actually happens... They'll go, oh, it's like I Am Legend. It's like that movie. We've seen this before. Oh, so it'll help them get out of it? It'll help them get out of it, yeah. Nice. The that's idea, the, yeah. That's cool, because that's really the only way anyone knows anything now, because saw, I saw them do it on Bobbity Boo. Sure. Didn't I just tonight say, uh, just today, say that uh, something I learned from a movie? I'm learning everything. So you're saying Hollywood is actually helping us because it gives us a blueprint? Well, or manipulating us. I, I think the conspiracy theorists would say that you know, being out here and with my limited uh, knowledge of television and film, I don't feel like there's a huge conspiracy no. the way that I've seen it made. Right. Uh, but uh, it's interesting to consider. Yeah. I'll just say that. Yeah, yeah. So you're a good-looking man. So I'm good-looking. Just break it right back there. When's that the last sucks. time you had a lady that you uh, loved and held and, like, whispered into the back of her neck? Like about? Woke her gently with coffee brewing. Playfully slapped her like thigh, and she said, "That's too hard, Howard." And you said, "I'm sorry," but then to apologize, you put like a like a bathrobe on, and you created this character called Obi Wan. I'm sorry, and she thought it was so funny. Six weeks, six weeks ago. Well, with all those stipulations. <laughs> <laughs> It was <laughs> six weeks. Well, how long has it really been? Oh, it's been like two years. None of that was true, by the way. I've never yeah. done any of that. Two years. Two years. Yeah. How, what is it? When do you feel like you're back in the saddle? When you feel like when I'm single long enough, I start to look around oh. for love. Oh, um, Weezer. Was that really? It's Weezer. I don't know. I let that stuff take its course. I uh, I don't say it's a certain time. You seem like a pretty in the moment guy, and I like, think that's the answer. Yeah, if you meet someone and then they're great, then you go, oh wow! All of a sudden, I'm in this thing now. Okay, I guess I'm in it. That's great. Did I I kill the topic? No. Oh, okay. I I don't have a, a problem with little moments. <laughs> like I just had a little moment. You made me. You challenged me because I realized that the answer to a lot of my problems. Not that I feel like I have that many problems. In fact, I feel often I feel like no one can really understand my problems because things are going well. My life is great. Right. So no one wants to hear the problems of some guy. But like the truth is, I feel like it's just part of the human condition. You're going to have some problems. Right. You're, you're going to feel tested. like you have some problems. You're going to get tested. Right. And you're, yeah. But a lot of them are solved by being in the moment. Right. Most of them. All of them, maybe. Maybe all of them. Maybe all of them. You don't like, uh, have you read Be Here Now? Uh, Who would this come up with? Manzukas? Wait, which yeah. one's that? Who wrote it? Ram Dass, the uh, oh no, I haven't read Harvard, that. but I read uh, some Eckhart Tolle stuff that deals with the same stuff. Yeah, it's so simple. Tell me what you know about this, because I know what I know about it. Well, I think it basically, boy, to have to sum this up, I don't know exactly where to start. Don't sum. Tell me one. Okay, thing. Ba- basically, um, you're not just. Uh, your life is not just a series of events. You are a life. You are a being. You mm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, the power is turned on. At some point, the power is going to go off, and then your body will rot away. But the your the power is on right now. Currently. So it's like, what's, what's the problem at any given moment? What's, what's the problem? 
You know what I mean? Like you might you might be on a plane and it's stuffy and it's terrible and you're not supposed to like it. But at the same time, it's like you don't have to t- turn that into a big problem. It's just that's the way it is for now. And right. It won't be that way soon. And even when you it's like a roller, you'll get happy and you'll. It's all a ride. It's that's all a what ride. Bill Hicks would say. Yeah. It's all a ride. So Relax. It's also Basically. like one of Ram Dass's things, and I, I'm sure I'll butcher this, but I think that's kind of part of life is butchering things and interacting with them. <laughs> Maybe the way I'll put it will be this new way of thinking about it. But like you're having a shitty day. Right. That's your thoughts. Like, please don't mishear me. There are things that are truly bad. They happen every day. And there right. are people listening to this that happen to them today. Right. But there are also knuckleheads like me that are just, I'm grumpy. Okay, you're grumpy. If you do, all meditation is is it taking a little moment to go, I'm here right now, and all there is is me, and all there is is this moment. There's right. no Wednesday. Right. There's no August. There's right. no Los Angeles. There's no Earth. There's no time. There's nothing but me. It's like a weird kind of narcissistic thing, but there's this feeling of like, this is it. This is the vehicle I'm in. I'm the VHS cassette, and I'm playing in the VCR currently. That's it. Let's That's just look it. at this. Right. Frame. It's just that present, that present moment. That's all it is. And it can calm you down. And, and then that gives you a little bit of control over your temperament. Absolutely. Like they say, too, whenever you experience the past, if you're thinking about the past or worried about it, you're in the present moment. You're just off watching some movie about <laughs> the past. And then your brain is like creating scenarios and your body's reacting to it. Like you might start crying from a memory. Sure. That's just the the... It's your body thinking that what your brain is doing right. is real. because you're showing these slides. Right, and then the same thing with the future. Anytime you're concerned with or worried about the future, you're doing that in the present. So you're just constantly always in the present, right, right, right. and you've got to recognize that. Such a great stress minimizer is to take one thing at a time. Yeah. That's something that I've really figured out. But like mm-hmm. going back to the girl thing, meet a girl, like a girl, you start running her in this cruel program. You take the information yeah. that you have, yeah. you fill in some blanks that you don't right. know. Start doing division. And you do some division, <laughs> and you put that punch card in this old one megahertz computer, and the, like this intel comes back that she's not aware of. It's like, this is some of the bullshit that I do. And then I fear, are they doing that <laughs> to me? Is that also happening? Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, are they? Probably. From Twitter, I just, I've gotten an eye into that stuff. More. Tell me what that means. Well, just even from Twitter, like sometimes women will tweet stuff and you realize like they are actively breaking it down. They're not just these like creatures walking around. And, you know what I mean? But aren't they? <laughs> what, what is that? They're, they're breaking down. They're analyzing data the same way men are. Yeah. Like if you're going, oh, can I spend 50 years? Well, she does that thing where she touches her. They, right. they have that too, right? You know, Katie's no. an anomaly. She just wants to surf. <laughs> she just wants to surf and she, eat kebabs. Surf, surf and surf and turf. Surf will make you forget <laughs> a lot of this. <laughs> but they, being out there with the power of the waves and the surf, it will make you forget about a lot of this stuff. That'll make you be here now. Yeah, for real, Jack Johnson. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> Zach Brown, baby. But like being who? Zach Brown. He's like the country Jack Johnson. He doesn't like go as far into saying like I'm just sitting around by the waves but he, right. he's always like at a beach party I'd love to think that of Jack Johnson listening to this podcast and he's writing a song and the first line was I'm just sitting around by the waves and he just crossed it out like, <laughs> oh, I guess that's too obvious and then so, uh, five minutes later he writes it down again 
You like I need love that. myself. <laughs> Who are we kidding? <laughs> that reminds me what I you're from Austin? Well, I'm from New Jersey originally. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I moved to Austin after college. Okay. And then I started stand up there. So yeah, most a lot of people think I'm from there. I get that with Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but how long were you there in Austin? Oh, seven years. Seven years. Years. Years? Years. And you, I met you at South by Southwest. Right. I'm pretty sure. And you did Bass Player Magazine. Bass Player Magazine. How, how the sorry. bass notes get to sound so low. <laughs> <laughs> and isn't it, how do you know when to go boom, 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 boom? And how do you know when to go boom, 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 boom? boom. <laughs> <laughs> you got that, too. You got the magazine. What I also got the magazine baseball in the gift bag. Yeah. That was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. God, thank you, Pete. You sure. are, you're a magical man. Well, that's what's interesting to me. Was where'd you get that magic? What is that? What, what are you responding? What am I responding to when I, when I see you do Bass Player Magazine, when I see you at Tiger Lily and we just enjoy each other and we talk about hating our girlfriend's friends? Right. And their parents. Why, why, what do you mean? Why, what is the X factor in that? And then why are there people, there are people that I know you know and that I know and that just the moment I met them, I was like, nope, mm-hmm. just get out of here. Right. You can tell right away. Right. Which, you know what I find fascinating from coming from you because you're such a, um, you know, you're such a comfortable, genteel comfortableness Com- you're a comfortable couch of a man i i think of myself so for me i could see it like i'm from new jersey and i could be dismissive of somebody quickly but yeah. with you to hear it from you is interesting yeah there are people that i i can't stand <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to think of one right now i'm trying really hard to think just so i can hold him in my mind or her in my mind just to like have an example for you Chelsea gives me shit all the time where she just thinks it's so funny that I like secretly hate so many people because of it because it goes against the people's first impression of you. Well, or? that's why I did, it goes back to that tweet. I didn't want to tweet. I'm excited about the new iPhone. Sad we're all going to die because because I'm more of a guy that goes, I'm excited about the new iPhone. What a time we live in. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see how it's doing? Yes. This is exciting. Oh, you want to play a new game with me? Oh, absolutely. Do you have your phone? Yeah. I've been wanting to do this. You're the most fun. I haven't referred to a note or had a second thought about what I was going to ask you. It's been very natural. Sweet. Uh, let's see. I want to do 56 faves, 44 retweets. That's very good for me. That's really good. That's quick. 33 minutes ago, if it's more than one a minute. That's pretty nice. Excited about the new iPhone. Finally, they said we'll all die. <laughs> okay, I'm glad we tweeted it. You no, know, is this funny? Because I'm I'm watching you read your own tweet and really get a kick out of it. Yeah. And there's something about I'll as I'm composing a tweet, I might really get a kick out of it. Yeah. And then if a bunch of people retweet it, I start pouring back over it as if it's like the I'm, Declaration of Independence. Like it's just the most the most amazing thing. It's almost like I'm. I'm looking at it now through a different set of eyes. Like, I know it's approved. I know it's funny. I mean, oh, I see what you're saying. If this tweet didn't have any faves, if right. I just checked it, this is, this is that external affirmation. This is what I was going to tell you about FYF Fest. 
is I was feeling really low and talking about needing love immediately. Yeah. Then I go and do stand-up, and that's exactly what I get. Right. I got a cheer when people said, thank you, weirdos, for coming out to shows. This guy's from You Made a Weird Podcast. People cheered. Right. And then I come out, and I'm like, thank you. I want you to love me now. <laughs> I love you now. You Give me that love. It's not, it's not, I don't expect it. I don't take it for granted, and I, I, I like to think I give it back. But, like, I want it so badly. That's why this job is so perfect or, I don't know, feeding right. my addiction. I'm not sure which. Right. Well, yeah, when you explain it in terms of audience, I get it completely. Right. Well, this is, okay, two things. Uh, one is the game I want to play, and two, I just want to say that that's a very valid point. If I, it happened more when I would, like, make a painting or something, and then I would tweet a picture of the painting. And then when people liked it, because that's, like, a new forum for me, comedy is a little bit of a more familiar place. But when people were like, that's a great painting, then I was like, oh, I guess that is pretty great. I thought that was great, but I guess it is pretty great, right, which is stupid. Stupid. When I shot uh, my pilot, someone tweeted at me that like the interview segment needed work. And I, and, like, I was like, uh, I could think of 10 people that were like show business important, good people that loved it. Right. And then one Twitter person was like, I didn't like it. And I was like, Meh. it like makes me upset. It's dangerous to get hinged to caring whether or not you, Howard Kramer, your tweets are being validated. Right, because you fear that they might not be, and then you take one little negative comment as that they're, oh, yeah, it's not good, it's rejected. Yeah. But what I think, though, is it's it's not completely shallow to be so happy that you got retweeted because the, it's all about connection. Like we were saying before, people don't make sense completely by themselves. You find yourself in other people. That's yeah, how you kind of yeah, find yeah, yourself. Yeah. So it's like people retweeted i like oh i just made a human connection that's why i feel good that's why dopamine gets released that's right that's absolutely right this is the game i want to play okay go into your safari and then just go to google and we play uh it's a uh, google search history which i think is very funny you don't have to tell me everything because i'm sure there'll be stuff in here that is uh <laughs> should i go to my google yeah so go to your like now hit here go there that's your Google history. Okay. Okay. Why so, did you give me a letter or something? No, no, no. You can tell me any of them that you want to. Like I just I googled Howard Kramer because I was looking you up for this show. Okay, so but that's wait. Why. What am I gonna? I want you to tell me ones that are embarrassing. I'll tell you. I'll give you an example. But wait, I only have these Google ones. Yeah. What the fuck? What you don't use your am phone? I gonna take the word Google out. Yeah, take the word Google. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what your game That's is. That's like Gary Gullman's bit about his mother sending emails where she was writing at Gary Gullman <laughs> AT Gmail or whatever. You told me to get Google. There you go. The, this is your Google search history. Yeah, I don't so, have much in there. Well, there's got to be something. Don't, don't click on them. Just pick a good one. I'll, I'll start. Are you ready? Okay. Yes. Um, why are antioxidants good for you? <laughs> Is something I googled recently. <laughs> Wait, because you always hear that you need them, and you're like, "Why do I need them?" Yeah, I was like, because I read on Twitter, it was like the nut with the most antioxidants is the <laughs> is the pecan, Howard, right. way more than any other. 
huge. If the almond has like 50, the pecan has like 3,500 <laughs> antioxidants. And without question, I went on my phone on Amazon and bought like a pound of raw pecans just delivered overnight to my house. So you have them coming before you even know what's... what's and then I Googled why are antioxidants good for you. They were already on the way. I had already dropped $30 on pecans. And it turns out there's a lot of people being like, they're not that great for you. But I found one that was like, they're really great they do everything uh it turns out they are really great Wait, now you're saying pecan aren't you supposed to say pecan what do you say i say pecan. I say, me and katie say pecan because in, t- in austin when i moved there they had the pecan street festival and when i would say pecan they'd all start making fun of me well those and then pe- i thought there was only a jersey thing those people were mean howard i don't like it i don't like pecan it sounds like a bullet ricocheting pecan pecan, pecan. pecan. do you want a water uh, sure. Here you go. Thanks. We're all friends. We don't edit this out. We get some waters going. Do you have one in there? I got a lot of embarrassing uh, ones. Well, uh, I don't know how embarrassing it is. These, for, like, these really aren't going back very far. You don't use your phone to Google a lot? I guess not. I got, uh, <laughs> to, I got Expendables 2 running time. I wanted to- <laughs> <laughs> Were you considering seeing it? Well, I did. I made this vow on Who Charted that I would see twelve movies of summer, and then like up until like a week ago, it was only up to like six. <laughs> so I was like, I got to start acting on this. I got to start getting some movies in there. <laughs> oh, that's so great! So like, Expendables two could be one that you see after you see a movie that you actually do want to see. So right. I was like, oh, how long is it going to be? Did you see it? Yes. Was it good? Uh, I mean, insanely not good. That's like a bet my uh, manager and I do. How is the Expendables? Oh, I could do without it. That's <laughs> yeah. like what he would say. I know Dave Rath. Oh, you know David Rath well. Uh, here's another one for me. Uh, Xanax Codeine Interactions. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, if you ever Google a drug-like interaction that you'd like to do, uh, you'll find one person that's like, this will kill you. And then 30 people with much cooler usernames that are like, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) And that's because uh, I had a like somebody when I went to Montreal, a friend of mine brought some Tylenol 3 back. And I had like a really bad back thing. So I needed that and I took it. And then I was going to a party and I've been dabbling with this. What, What is your thought on this? I get anxious at parties and then I leave. Okay, and, yeah, boo- I do too. and and booze. I don't say goodbye either. I do- oh, that's the Irish goodbye we call that. Oh, really? Yeah, you've never heard that? No, because you're too drunk to deal, or what? Uh, the I- I've just I think it might be a drunk thing, uh, but I'm Irish, so it's okay. But like the Irish goodbye is when you're you're real lit and you just leave without saying goodbye. I do it every party. Oh, wow. I've never said goodbye. No, I, and and Austin they call it yeah pulling a Kramer or whatever. Cause uh, I just constantly did. It. I once climbed out of a second story window because I didn't want to say hi to the new people that arrived downstairs. Are you shitting me? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I was super high. I was on, I was high on weed, but on the weed smoke, on the weed smoke. But yeah, I was like, I'm thinking of getting out of here, and then you start going, okay, how do I get out without talking to anybody? Oh my god! And then all these new people showed up. So you I, know, I actually defend that because it's, it's it's a waste of time. It is a waste of time, and when I when the need to get home hits me. I like. I must have been a cave pe- dwelling people, like my cavemen, the cavemen that I came from. Right. They were known as the weird cave guys that just wanted to be in their cave all day. That's all I want to do. I go to a party. I'm like, why aren't I in my cave right yeah, now? Yeah, I'm, I'm like that now. Have you seen my cave? They didn't even have Blu-ray back then. Are you serious? They didn't have it. What about for the sweet caves? 
<laughs> the better cave. Better caves. There's even? one guy who had a real sweet man cave. You know, so, I'm with you. I need to get out, and I and I not need to explain it. Yep. And I'm I not, not here need to explain to myself it. to you. Yeah, like stay a little longer. I don't need that. Yeah, I don't need. And you know what? That never happens on the times I have said goodbye. But you get a little bit of a reputation for being lame. But if you're going to be lame and you leave without saying goodbye, there's a chance folklore would spread that you were there 20 minutes longer than you were. Right. They'd be like, I think he left. Right. Or he's somewhere being awesome. Right. He's somewhere else being awesome. So I, I, I would, once, well, real quick, I, no, beat, I once was at a party at the, in Venice, California, where mm-hmm. they have the canals. There's a party right on the canal. Yeah. So when I did my Irish goodbye, <laughs> um, I got a call. You know, and I, I didn't get it until I get got home, but they were, they were looking for me in the water. They thought, like, oh, he got wasted and fell in the water. Really? Yeah, so people were worried. So if I'm on, like, a... If you know you're I mean? by the sea... If you're by the sea, which give is weird because Ireland is surrounded by water. Ah, <laughs> it's, maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is indeed. <laughs> I uh, oh, Allie Ward. What'd she say? She just favorited the uh, iPhone tweet. You and Allie Ward have something in common. What's that? You both blew off Summerfest 2012. I was on the road. I know, and she was on the road too. Is that right? Yeah, but we had a good one without you, and we're gonna have a good one with you next year. Summerfest. Summerfest. That's the first time I saw you. Was that summer or doing have no, a no, summer? No, no, no. When I saw you do have a summer. Ah. And I uh, saw it, and I'm at UCB, and I started like, this is what I went. I was like, you're doing, Howard does this bit about have a summer, about how you should like just live your life and have a summer. Right. You should treat it like the special time of year it is. <laughs> and we're just coming out of summer, Howard. It's a, this is the biggest drag of a day ever to tape this. Why? Which is just a tough day for me. It's a, it's one of the death of summer days. It's one of the death knell days. Sept one is like you're done. It's done. That's so funny. Yeah, this is rough. We're coming to the end of your your favorite season. Yeah, this is basically the um, this is just the holding period like between now and sept twenty one. Yeah, it's just kind of like there's a d d beep yeah d program. Summer. Dead. When I saw you at UCB do have a summer, I loved it <laughs> more than anything. And it was also simultaneously one of those things where I was like, this could never be explained to anyone. <laughs> no. I could never say, I saw, I, I'm doing it right now. <laughs> this guy does this bit about how he encourages you to enjoy the summertime. Ad- admonishes. And you destroy, and then it hits a plateau. It doesn't like stop being entertaining. And then you're like, it has to be over. And then it's not over and gets to this new height of hilarity that I had never seen and then became a thing called Summerfest. Summerfest, yeah. Well, thanks. That's a good description of it. Thank you. Uh, well, I didn't mean it to be backhanded. No, not you know backhanded what, You know what I mean? All. It's a very long... No, no, I know. Part it, of the it charm plays, is that it it's plays off the It plays off the fact that I even... Yeah, it's built in like you think it's over, but it isn't. It's never over. Yeah. Like some, And you punch a shark in the face. That's all I remember. Yeah. But so when I go to a party, sometimes I, I uh, think about maybe taking a Xanax. And I'm not here to uh, condone. I, w- I, would, yeah, I would say that's a good idea. I'll tell you the times that I've done it, I still leave early, but it's because I feel comfortable leaving. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Nothing's going to keep me there. I'm just going to leave more comfortably. Turns out I just don't like parties, anxiety or no anxiety. Right. I'm like, what are we doing? Yelling at each other? What are you doing this weekend? Get me the fuck out <laughs> yeah, of here. Too, it's like, um, you know, I have a real tough time staying at parties. Here, take this. Oh, is this going to help me stay at the party? No, but you'll feel It'll great when you leave. 
comfortably. <laughs> it turns out that Xanax and codeine, don't take it from me, take it from Hempmaster22. That's not really true. What do they say? Codeine and Xanax is a good idea? or uh, No, some people were like, it'll definitely kill. It did not kill me. But uh, do not take that from me. Nerdist Network is not legally responsible for your uh, intake. Take, you know, promote drugs that are natural, like weed and shrooms. I love shrooms. I wish I liked weed. I wish I could get into it. It, it, it It's too uh, spaces out the brain. It makes me too uh, stupid. It's funny right. that I can't find the words to articulate that, because <laughs> yeah, be. that's how I feel the day after I smoke weed. But you enjoy the marijuana cards? No, it does the same thing to me, but I, I like using it to come up with ideas and stuff. So I, I now I'm taking other stuff to counteract that, what you described. What do you, what do you does that mean? Like, they're like, like quote-unquote smart drugs that help you um, fire off your uh, receptors faster. You're, like your ginkgos and your ginsengs? Yeah, and then like... Uh, Zootropics. New. I never know how to say it right, but I'm taking it. What is it? What? What? How do you it's spell like it? N O O. I think Duncan's on them too. <laughs> they basically <laughs> it sounded like something Duncan. Would <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's basically stuff that says that it helps you uh, regenerate neurotransmitters faster, so you can just crystallize thoughts more quickly. That's. I mean, that sounds just so up my alley. I love that stuff. Well, why not take that stuff and not smoke pot? Imagine how. Oh God, it'd be amazing. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I have a problem. I need this. Do I, you? I mean, I I've definitely considered it a problem at different times. What does it feel like when you don't smoke? I feel like what am I going to get an idea, and I don't want to wait for one. And so when I smoke the weed, I immediately start getting them. Really? Yeah. I've never talked to anybody like that. Really? That just feels that much more creative when they well, smoke Well, you know what? Weed. I think it's just a habit at this point. Yeah. Like, if I wasn't smoking it, then I'd go, oh, what are you talking about? Like, you haven't smoked in a month and you just had an idea. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. And I know, and even if I just look at the body of work I have from when I didn't smoke pot, I did get tons of ideas. Sure, of course you did. But you maybe you noticed the... Uh the waiting more maybe yeah. it helps you th- it, well it speeds up the process for yeah you. so now it's like i don't know i just like though if i hit that button i'll get some ideas so i hit it interesting there was an episode of uh some sitcom where they they, they did that <laughs> it was really? like i'm trying to remember it was like a uh it's an african-american family sitcom i was going to just say a black sitcom but we're on the microphone like a recent one no, it was from the '80s, and I remember he was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna write music," and all my favorite musicians smoke pot when they write music. And the dad was like, "I'll give you this weed, but uh, I'll just give but it, it to you." It had to be Cosby Show. It wasn't the Cosby really? Show. Really? And then uh, the kid didn't smoke, and he was like, "Good," because it was oregano anyway. And then uh, the, and the credits came on, but he wrote a song anyway. What's happening? It wasn't what's happening. A rerun so of what's happening. <laughs> a rerun. <laughs> Can I tell you another one of these weird things? Do you have another one? Oh yeah. Is it my turn? Yeah, it's your turn. Uh, I, just, I have a... Uh, Lance Bangs? Why did I... Oh, Lance Bangs. Yeah, the who's, writer. Who's Lance Bangs? He's um, uh, like a rock and roll journalist. I think that... Um, Why did I Google Lance Bangs? I think Lance Bangs... I might be getting this wrong. I think it has some... Isn't almost famous... Uh, the guy Cameron Crowe who was based on oh god of course Lance Bang I'm such yeah. an idiot sorry Lance 
I know who Lance Bangs is, <laughs> and I don't smoke pot. I don't have an excuse. Yeah, I'd have an excuse. Blame it on Pete. Every once in a while, it's weird that we live I'm, in a time. Know, I got an email from, I didn't know Lance's last just name. Just real quick, yeah. I was talking about Lester Bangs. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, it's weird that we live in a time. So Lance Bangs is a director, and he emailed me, and I must have Googled his name to make sure it was the Lance I was thinking of. Right. Isn't that weird that we live in a time where you can be like, I think that was Howard, Howard Kramer. I, I have this fantasy being at the airport like internationally and they're like you need an ID and I don't have my ID and, and you just go just Google image search it you know what I mean <laughs> like I know that that's totally vain and that's something you should keep to yourself but like no, I'll, I do that. I'll be most of the Pete Holmes I'll, I'll do that like if I'm on a show and I don't recognize some of their comics I'll just Google image search them and yeah. then I'll go okay so when I get to the green room yep. that's not some guy who's just standing there that's it, like one of the other comics it's a real anxiety reducer and it's weird that I still need Xanax <laughs> I don't take Xanax hey can I show you a great one yeah please look at that bottom one <laughs> beef.co it's not even .com beef. it's a European beef site but even if it was beef.com why would I want it and then later you did beeg.com oh beeg is porn and then you, you, you googled legitimate rape <laughs> legitimate rape why aren't you jumping in with that <laughs> yeah, I should have told you that. It's right by Welch's Grape. I'm surprised that there wasn't... Grape and Welch's Grape. The last time I played this game with somebody was... Welch's Grape It's on there? Yeah, was, you know what I wanted to know? Were you just rhyming? I don't, I don't know if those are related. I needed to know if Welch's had the apostrophe or if it was like that. But it's apostrophe. <laughs> yeah, the, it's Wel- the Welch's owns those grapes. And it's a sparkling <laughs> grape soda. Really? The word sparkling always made it so much more appealing to me. Sparkling grape? It's a sparkling grape soda. But it's it's delicious. So it tastes like bubblicious. It tastes like candy. Yeah. It's not a sophisticated palate beverage. <laughs> <laughs> It'll get you right on the first note. Biggie Smalls, Biggie, and Notorious B.I.G. used to drink it. Did he love the Welches? Yeah. Okay. I guess there are things we could say about that, but we don't have to. We'll leave them to other people. Hey, can I tell you about the socks? I've been dying, to, unless you want to use it. Yeah, as no, a it's, book on, it's on the page here, man. I got, I got a couple things going. We got to get to, uh, we already covered Summer, Hate Boyfriends, Girlfriends. Um, wanting love is on their vibe. We've covered find body bit. Oh yeah, I got to remind Melania about that socks, man. And then we got God, and then we're we're pretty much we're wrapping this shit up. Well, I, I wasn't trying to expedite it. I'm no, no, saying. no. I don't. I don't feel expedited. I, I I love as we. I think we share in this life philosophy. This feels like a, a lovely like porch episode. Like we're mm. on a porch swing, and the, and there's like a lemonade with an easy reach, and right. there's a dog that's a that's a, a tired, but he's not sitting down yet. But you can t- tell it's about to sit down and yeah. relax in the tall grass. And maybe there's a little rain, but in a nearby mm-hmm. town, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's you and I just chatting and, and lazily playing chess, but not by the rules. And that's what this podcast has felt uh, like to me. Okay. So please take it any direction you want, man. Move your rook wherever you like. Socks. Yeah. No, I, I was just. I discovered a little while ago. Yep. That socks need socks are not meant for these long slavey work days that <laughs> we're put under in this country. Socks are meant for about half a day. How did you discover this? I changed socks at some point and then thought, wait, that feels good. Why? Not, why am I not doing this every day? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you might go to a hotel and go, look how great it is that they have this. Mm-hmm. Why should I only have this? In what? a hotel. Right. Take it into the home situation. I what do that what, with the socks. What do you feel is a hotel example of that? Like, I, I wish I had more towels. I'll tell you that right okay, now. Okay, lots of towels. Using that one. same towel all the time and then like well past its prime. 
Yeah, I go t- too long on a towel, too. <laughs> a reluctant Howard goes too long on a towel. towel. <laughs> but yeah, no, I understand. Changing socks, first of all, I think about this all the time. Why not just buy more socks? Mm. Like the determining thing on whether or not I have to do laundry is often socks. Right. Just buy some more socks. More. Babe. You need more. You have $10. Go buy some fucking you, you socks. You don't have enough socks. And why don't I get more socks that I like? There's like that wool pair that I keep in the rotation. Yeah, what the yeah. fuck is the he? Black, well, the black one. The gray ones. <laughs> the, the, the gray ones. The brown wool ones that cling to the feet. Yeah, you'll think, I need those. One day I'm going to need that. Because it'll be either laundry or, or brown wool. And I'll side with brown wool in that scenario. Right, but if you just upped, if you got like five times as many socks that you Ugh. actually do wear. Yep. Same conversation about underwear would be having right now. Right. But that's why I want to wear flip-flops. All the time people give me shit about, uh, about wearing flip-flops, which I get. I'm a grown man, I suppose. But like, the pigs want to be out, man. They want to be out. Right. They would love being out. They just need a little breeze coming through. They them. want some breeze. Ooh, they they curl around that breeze like they well, would a flip, high wire. Flip flops are tough in this society we live in. I know. I have a pair of Birkenstock flip flop sandal things that I've never worn. They're just what size are you? You want them? You don't want them. Nobody wants them. Twelve and a half. Well, these are thirteens. They might work out. If you want them, I'll give them. So to you. funny because I was going to bring a T-shirt that's too big for me. I was going maybe Pete will wear this. That's hilarious, and I'm trying to give you my my fucking <laughs> o- my ogre sandals. But what I was telling you about my hands, I wanted to see this. Oh, that's not that's a stamp from a show I was at last night. This uh, I'll get like little red dots on my hands and stuff. And I went to the doctor, and it was like magic. I was like, I got these red. They look like rashes or whatever. I don't have any right now on my fucking hairless hands, as you noted. Uh, but I went to the doctor, and he was like. Uh, it's because your feet need more air. You're not getting enough air on your feet. Really? Yeah, he's like, you're keeping your fucking feet in those socks in the summer inside like a fucking shell toe. You're going to get those weird f- things on your hand. Why? I don't know. Something about the relation. I just found out that like fucking uh, strep throat, like a problem in your tonsils can lead to arthritis. Wow. A friend of mine was just telling me that he got his tonsils out and since then he hasn't listened to me had arthritis Weird. fucking insane so you get like these bumps on your hand because your feet all this interconnected shit that's why china and all the like foot massages and understanding these pressure points and all that sort of stuff makes sense to me i love this episode we are we are throwing a boomerang back and forth it's all connected how could it not be connected since it all is it is all connected (laughs) you just winked at me on a podcast well i just meant like it's your body of course the furthest any part of your body ever gets away from any other part of your body is like six feet. Right? They're constantly connected. Constant craving. Like, it seemed weird, I remember, when I found out, like, oh, you've got a pain in your neck. They'll do acupressure in your ankle. Right. It's like, now that it, it seems dumb to me that anyone wouldn't just believe that immediately. Yep. Uh, it's, it's weird the, the uh, rate that things travel through your blood, too. If you, like, I saw someone. Uh, like uh, writing on their arm with a sharpie, and if you like cut your, if you have a small cut on your foot and you put like some ginger on it, like you'll immediately taste ginger. Like two seconds later, you'll be like, "Did I eat ginger?" It's going through wow. your blood. That's how fast your blood is circulating through your body. Wow, it's an insane thing. That's actually cu- kind of ties nicely into the God thing. I, 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 you're one of those people that I'd love to hear your thoughts. Tell me how we yeah, should just play how, that song. Ugh, yeah. Ruin this segment. Who sings that? Um, because I'm on my way to see her. Yeah. Oh, they're really challenging us. Because what if it's a girl? Man. That's one of my pet peeves. It's come, that came up on the Steve Agee episode. I was like, no, when I refer to God as a man, I'm not picturing his God schlong. 
Right. I'm just fucking going on something because who cares? Right. If it wasn't disrespectful, I'd call it an it. Right. You know what I mean? But I'm just going with man because that's, that's been how it is. Right. Uh, it's, loaded. it's a loaded term. I, in fact, I don't, let's take the gender out of it and just always call it God because I'm on my way to meet God. There you go. Okay, just her, cl- use the him, name. her, both are cheapening it. I don't want to think about God's labia or God's nutsack. Although, Fuck that. I wonder if God's nuts were so joyous that, like, you, you love them. Maybe. You see them and you're just like, I just want to jostle them. You know, or just that because they're gods, it, it just makes you feel fantastic. You can't put your finger on it. Shove me in God's balls, I'll be happy. I bet if you could take a nap in God's balls like a beanbag chair, (laughs) you would nap in eternity. I bet that's what heaven is. Well, we'll agree to disagree. (laughs) What are are your thoughts? Do you feel like a a soul guy? Do you believe in souls and whatnot? That that part I'm not sure of. That's fine. I just, I feel like there's a... not here to push you one way or another. So you know the 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 Big Bang happened, yeah, right. And then there's like a little uh, molecule laying in the water somewhere. Sure. And then it feels compelled to hook up with another one and start building something. Sure. That force that compels it to come together and start doing. Sure. That, that's God. Right. That's yeah. interesting. To me, that's God. And then that just continues. More cells come, then they specialize, then they turn into a little slug in the water. (laughs) Then that crawls out, becomes a rat, then a bird, then a man. I I think that that force, whatever that is, that compels us to sort of move forward in time and to keep struggling forward towards something. That's God. I love that answer. That's fantastic. But, I mean, you come from a... uh, you come from a. You've had religious education. Yeah, my my cave dwelling people were reading some Bibles in there. So you, so you maybe uh, you've probably thought about this stuff quite a bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. So I want to know: Am I right? Am I right? Uh, that I, you know, I, I'm I'm very rarely faced with an answer that I believe somebody believes that's sincere that I don't like. You okay. know what I mean? Even if, even if you told me that you were like a devout Jehovah's Witness or whatever, I would be like, I think that's interesting and and valid. Right. Uh, but your the scientific the God is science thing is very interesting to me. The idea that science could, on a long enough timeline, talking about people living 150 years, uh, fulfill some of the promises of Scripture, different scriptures uh, like heaven, like everlasting life, like resurrection, all that sort of stuff, could be fulfilled. Through science, right. which is wild. It was the old, yeah. I'm a big... It would uh, have to be fulfilled that way. Absolutely. And I'm a big uh, Joseph Campbell guy, and Joseph Campbell is big that our mythology and our science need to be friends, and science needs to inform the mythology. Right. Somebody, I just heard this recently. Somebody, a, a wonderful weirdo, sent me an NPR thing where it was like, we know far too much to uh, fully subscribe to any one religion. We know too much. Right. It's ruled them out. It's like, that's not correct. This is incorrect. Like, science has disproven this or whatever. And we know far too little to, like, say we know everything. You know right. what I mean? Absolutely. So it's just like, it was this wonderful scientist who was just like, yeah, uh, maybe aliens planted life on this planet and flew away. And if you said that at a scientific convention, people would be outraged, according to the scientist. But that's as valid as a hypothesis as anything. Right, because there's just not enough information to solve the problem. Right. But that that- was- 
But we still think about it anyway. We still are programmed to try to figure out what it is. Exactly. The same way we're programmed to figure out why a lion is chasing us, we go, because he's going to kill me. And we go, I'm here because there's probably a God. Like, we're, we're, we're built to look for reason. Right. But so, there's got to be. If it exists, there's got to be a reason. But yours is great. And that doesn't, that doesn't challenge uh, my thought that there, there might be another interpretation, that there is a conscious, literal God that's making things happening, or it is just that force. You know what I mean? People on this show all the time make analogies that we're just dogs in rooms with computers. Like, we're just, we're not going to be able to understand it, but I really am delighted and love hearing different people's theories on it. Tell right. me how, 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 because I'm on my way to meet Ustedes. Ustedes. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the formal Ustedes? Yeah, you got to be formal with the Lord. Yeah. Something's going on. Something is going on, man. We'll fucking figure it out on our lazy porch. Yeah. This has been really fun, man. Do you feel good about this? Absolutely. I, I, uh, for some reason, anytime I picture this being taped. Yeah. I always picture those like pillows and blankets and you're like on top of a soft bed. Like a like, sleepover. Yeah. I always used to love girl magazines like uh, Tiger Beat and stuff. Yeah, all that I like sort those stuff. Too. It covered all the shit I cared about. I care about new kids. Right. It's not making me moist in my body in a way that I can't describe until later in therapy. But like, It's I, nice I, to be brand new to know to be up on that stuff. Exactly. But why can't I read them? Yeah. But you do have your shoes off, so that's kind of like sleepover. Shoes and socks, man. Yeah. I, it's really warm in here. I think that's part of our uh, delightfully laid back tone. It is. You know what I like being about? I like about being up here. Hmm. You could see out to the street where all the cars are whipping by, mm-hmm. but but there's like two huge panes of glass. So it's like you're not hearing it. You don't hear it. You don't hear it. You're, we're just observing. Mm. I like it too. You're not the first to. Rem- In fact, I think uh, just the last episode, Mansukas was saying see, that he enjoyed the heightened. This well, goes back to the girl thing. Well, how's that? You've had all these other guests, so you go, oh, Jason said that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like, if you just would have stayed with that first guest. Oh, you're saying, like, you're the next girlfriend. Yeah, I feel like the I could 12th have been girlfriend. Because ha- you go, oh, my other girl, she fucked like that. You're like the 78th girlfriend. Yeah. It's you're fucked up, man. I should have stayed with Kumail. He was the first guest. He was? He, was, he has enough. Yeah, he's good. He's enough for you. Mm. AG was my first guest. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> Give, me some Give me some AG now. I can't do it. That was my first right. try. Give me crispy bro. <laughs> I'm going to Joshua Tree with Ellen Page. <laughs> Fuck you, AG. Fuck you. No, do when it, do when he gets excited like um I got bit by a gnat and it ran oh. so fucking uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. And I looked at it, man, and it was like bumping up. Oh. It was bumping up and there was like a nut. I've got to go to the doctor, man. i got to go to the doctor. Sarah's driving me to the doctor. <laughs> uh, AG, we love you, man. Give me a cool mail. Oh, my God. <laughs> Emily, look, there's a pus coming from it. <laughs> Emily! <laughs> it's not, you know, people have said my Kumail isn't accurate, but it is. You know what I mean? No, no, like, I do, agree with them. You do an editorialized Kumail, yeah, which is right. fantastic. I'm, I'm reading into it. Right. I just want to dance. <laughs> Sometimes I just want to dance with Emily so much. <laughs> By the moon. Oh, my God, Emily. <laughs> 
I love video games and Emily in Pakistan. <laughs> People get uncomfortable because I'm so white doing that. But no, I love it. You did it at a um, uh, a nerd melt a few weeks ago. Oh yeah, that's right. Was it you that was like it's I, not accurate, but no, it's no. right? I don't know. I just Somebody said, said I absolutely loved it. Man, well, I love you, man. Give me some. Um, who's a guy that probably doesn't get a lot of impressions done? That's a great give question. Like, give me some like Duncan Trussell. All right, Dunk. Okay, I did. I'm just thinking out loud. I was gonna say, give me some Ed um, Salazar. Ah, <laughs> Ed Salazar. Honestly, I couldn't do it. I'm trying to think of what the show. The show's about to start. <laughs> I don't know. The show's about to start. Muscles. Hey, hey Pete. I have muscles. <laughs> That's my Ed Salazar. He played a male stripper at a Lucha Vavum anniversary a few really? weeks ago. Yeah, I'd cast him as a male stripper. There you go, Ed. All right, give me give me a female. Give me a um, who can you do female? We can try and do Chelsea. Okay, and somehow boring. <laughs> like she does something that uh, I've never tried Chelsea before. Give me. Uh... <laughs> She'll laugh like that. <laughs> Maybe. Oh shit! Phone call. Is it Chelsea? <laughs> she knows. <laughs> Yeah, it's just Are just you me. doing an impression of me? <laughs> Do Natasha Leggero. Um. Hello, Don. Wonderful. Hello, Don. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Howie. Yes, Howie. <laughs> yes, Howie. That's fantastic. She's great. Who's Ryan? Who's Ryan? Brian called. No, Brent. Oh, I'm sorry. He's a right. music guy. He works at... Uh... You know what's great about Brent? Mm. He accuses you. Of, he cuts off your story to accuse you of loving something. Really? Yeah. So you'll go like. Uh, so I go to Ralph's the other. Night. You're gonna tell him like something that happened. I go to Ralph's the other. Night. You love Ralph's. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, no. Listen, to what happened? I walk in and there's this guy said, "You kill it at Ralph's. <laughs> you kill it at Ralph's. You go to Ralph's and you kill, kill it." it. You love Ralph's. It's impossible to tell him a story. It's oh, good. that's fantastic. I yeah. love that so much. Yeah. Well, check his, check his voicemail. Are you serious? No, no, no. Let's, let's wrap this up because I'm about to pass out. Okay. Do you want to say, we end every episode by saying keep it crispy. And I want to say before you do that you are a fantastic guest. And Well, thank you so much, Pete. Anyway. I know I have an option. I can I can go with this and say it, yeah. or I could you could be contentious and refuse. Yep, different people do different things. What's uh, what are the, what's the upside on both uh, choices? Well, I'll tell you this, man. Crispy is something that I'm sure you're in favor of. It's present. Okay. It's engaged. Right. It's, it's uh, righteous. Genuine. It's okay. righteous. It's it's honest. Okay. And it's uh, positive, upswinging, but also. Crispy loves to talk shit at the back of a party. Ah, like oh, that. sure. Don't worry about that. Be real. Be you. Be, be cri- fucking crispy. Then I would say to you and your contingent, have a summer. Yeah! Very See? similar. Very similar. Yeah. But that that's not a mistake. Those rhythms are ancient rhythms. So. Have a summer. And keep it crispy. All summer. All summer long. Yes. Ancient rhythms. They do. That's why we respond to stuff like that. Because it's like, you know what I mean? Like keep it real. It's just always worked. Something like that. Take them off. Kaboom, kaboom. Kaboom, kaboom. Ba-ba-ba-ba. It's great. I love it. Like there's a lot of Chinese cities are like that. Shenzhen. Shenzhen. (laughs) 
<laughs> we, we have had a lot of fun here today. Yeah. And I thank you, Howard. Thank you for I'm being here. I'm trying to do that thing where I don't let you end it. No, I've never had someone do it to me before. Oh, really? Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it on every podcast. I'm well, you might have done that on Who Charted. Uh, I think I'm the, one of the longest Who Charted. Probably. Yeah. But it didn't seem like it. Oh, that was fun, man. Yeah, it was fun. Thank yeah, you. a lot of fun. I wish you were, could do it more often. Me too. Come, we'll have to come back on Who Charted. You haven't been on in many weeks. That's true, man. If you'd like to come back, we'd love to have you. Well, now both you and the Cuckoo have done this show, so I feel like we're even. Cuckoo's great. Um, yeah, Who Charted, listen to that. Oh, yeah, plug the chart. Um, who Charted, it's on a different network, but it's great. It's on Earwolf. Oh, it's on Earwolf, so check it out. We're Earwolf! On we drop Tuesday. Listen to the Earwolf. <laughs> yeah, Earwolf. <laughs> you must subscribe to Earwolf. <laughs> we will send a squadron <laughs> over your city. Download the wine that Who Charted. <laughs> Tell us who charted. <laughs> who charted? We know you have it's this me. information. I know, Foreman. All come and want to know who charted. All come Tell us, Earwolf. <laughs> Dead squad is at the gates of Poland. <laughs> they are an evil access. Kulop and uh, Ackerman. Yeah, they are. I mean, it's, it's Germany squ- and, and uh, Laos. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yikes. Death Squad goes out of their way to sound like Death Squad, and then they'll be like, hashtag murder podcast yeah. or whatever. They'll be like, bloodbath. And then it's like just Brendan Walsh being like, hey, boners. You hey. Know, like, What's up, boners? You guys like boners? And it's like, be right back with immortal soul damnation. Bone zone. Fucking take it easy, guys. <laughs> Love you, Red Band. Are you poisonous? Am I going to die for listening to this? Poison podcast. And it's just uh, our friends talking about the last time they got a hand job. <laughs> yeah, cool. We'll time. be right back with Grim Reaper 69. Yeah. <laughs> Deathbone. Yeah. Genocide. <laughs> Genocide. Eelwolf <laughs> Heisenberg. <laughs> Weird Heisenberg reference. Heisenberg. Oh, that's what I've been doing lately is Walter White. You just go, Jesse. I can't believe you're doing this. I do the other guy. What is that? Mr. White. Uh, are you? Fat. I can't do it. I think about it all the time. Fat stacks, yo. <laughs> Jesse. <laughs> Jesse. Jesse. I can't do it, but it's fun the, to uh, try. Ted Knight as a Walter White. Who's Ted Knight? You know, from uh, from uh, from Mary Tyler Moore show. Ted oh, Knight. I don't know. Judge Smales from, uh, from Caddyshack. I don't know. Seriously? Yeah, I'm sorry. Is it from being... Uh... From you know who Ted Knight is? <laughs> being he would always say, Mary. He was the newscaster on the Mary Tyler Moore show. No. Oh, so blue. We, been, we, kept, been... we podcasted, wait, um, one minute too long. No, no, I love this part. This is the weirdest part. No, but I've been trying to do Bill Burr, which is, I, 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 I don't know, I don't know. I just want to, I just want to, I don't want to fucking get, 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 get yourself a new cell phone. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. I'm going to fucking shove it down your throat, you fuck. It's fun to do. Can I do him? Do Have you seen the videos where he does like a tour video of L.A.? No. He'll just like drive around the different neighborhoods. I guess he's got a guy filming from the passenger seat. Yeah. So just everything you pass it out. Oh, you had a meltdown. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, going in at 27 years old. Go buy a fucking comic. Fuck Go buy a fucking uh, Incredible Hulk. How about get yourself a fucking Incredible 401k? That's awesome. I want to watch that. Oh, yeah. I got to, uh, yeah, I get tossed uh, Turn it into a bikini. Oh, yeah. That'll be. Uh, 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 slash walks and you gotta buy a fucking uh, one piece. Uh, 
One of my faves. Love it. Hilarious, man. He's one of my absolute favorites. Uh, well, this is now, now this is the real end. I'll say keep it crispy. Keep it crispy. No, I said I'll. Oh, you'll say it. <laughs> That's the end. <laughs> Now leaving Nerdist.com.